All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time uh, seeing my face, hearing my voice, and you're like, who's this lady on the YouTube or who's this lady on this podcast or wherever you're watching or hearing this, uh, and you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation. What means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Hey, Zephyrina. Oh, hey, boo. I haven't seen you in a minute. Uh, so things like getting your articles of incorporation, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, getting contract templates for clients and partners, brand protection strategies, and hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these things. If you're wondering, I'm qualified to help you do all of these things. I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, Excuse me. There are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. All right. So that's why I'm here. So if you're in the startup phase of your business or you got a business idea and you got no idea where to start, I want you to connect with me. The best way to do that is to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you're a first time client, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. At Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm, you can also access a lot of my video trainings. Um, video trainings, uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live, broad, a live broadcast, hey Margaret, you can watch at your leisure. And last but not least, at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can get your show merch, like this t shirt that I have on. All right, so Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is the hub for all things NPL consulting. All right. So that is enough about the business side. Let's get to why we're here, all right? Uh, for now, it seems like we've got, you know, veterans here. I know y'all know what the deal is, but just in case somebody's watching the replay and you don't know what's about to happen here, uh, <laughs> here's what happens. I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories that you lovely people send me. Um, anything that has lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them, okay? This is a discussion. I want you to be involved in the conversation. I want your questions. I want your comments as long as they are respectful. I will be asking you to put letters and words and emojis and stuff in the, in the comment boxes. So stay ready, all right? Okay, so we are getting started. Um... The first story that I want to talk to you about is the title story. It's very quick, but um, I wanted to bring this up because we haven't talked about this family in a very long time. Now, if you are a longtime viewer of this show, hey, Nessie Time, if you're a longtime viewer of this show, what family would come up at least once a week? Especially in the beginning of the, sh uh, you know, when I started doing these live broadcasts, what family would come up at least once a week in our broadcast when we would do this show? If you are a veteran, you know what it is. You know who it is, right? I'm going to see who's like a real OG in the MPL legal dish, you know, 
family here? Does anybody know who is the family that we would always talk about on this show? Let me give you like three more seconds and then I'm going to move on, okay? One, two, three. Yes, Zephyrina. Zephyrina got it right on time. The Kardashians, yes. They, and Margaret got it too. Yes, Kardashians. I remember at one point we had we had the, the Kardashians. Yes, Nessie Time Kardashians. We were talking about the Kardashians like once and twice a week. But if you have noticed, we haven't really talked about them in a very, very long time. Now, from what I can see in the news, uh, you know, there's a lot going on, especially between Kim and Kanye. But y'all know how I feel about the Kardashians. So, you know, my mother said, you don't got nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all. All right, hey, 76 Grim K, you know, I, I, I let them rich people do what they want to do. Uh, I got bills to pay. <laughs> but um, if you didn't know, just like her, her daughters and her grandchildren, um, Kris Jenner is following in her brood's footsteps, and Kris Jenner is launching her own beauty line. Kris Jenner, she's 65 years old. She looks great. You know, for um, she looks great. Uh, and she has uh, filed a series of trademark applications. One is for Kris Jenner Skincare, Kris Jenner Beauty, and Kris Jenner Skin. And she also um, seems to have some plans for fragrances and nail care. Um, I think this was only a matter of time. Uh, the, the Kardashian clan, the Kardashian-Jenner clan, they monetize every part of their life. Like every person in that family has, you know, their own brand of stuff. Why not the momager as well? So I want to know from you ladies here, or even you gentlemen, if you know makeup is your thing or skincare is your thing, how many of you here would be interested in uh, in purchasing Kris Jenner beauty products? Is that something that you that you would be excited about? Give me a yes or a no in the comments. Y'all know how I feel about the Kardashians, so you know what my answer is. I'm not even going to say it. But... For those of you out here, if you like them, that's, that's you know, do do you. But is anybody here interested in a Kris Jenner beauty line? Margaret Massey said, nope, nope, okay? Nessie Time said, nope, okay, so two, two people said no. Is anybody, oh, y'all don't even want a mascara, a lip gloss, or something? <laughs> um... 76 Grim Grey said, no, never, ever plastic surgery. Zephyrina said, I might try. Okay, so Zephyrina might try the Kris Jenner beauty line. Um, I don't know what what the reviews are on the rest of the Kardashian clan's beauty lines. I know Kim has, I know each of them has something. I don't know how good they are. I don't know what the reviews are. But, you know, some of you out here might want to get that Kris Jenner glow or whatever. All right, so good luck to her. Let me check this off, okay? Um, yeah, I like I can't I can't put just anything on my skin. I actually see an esthetician once a month, and I only put what she tells me on my face. Um, all right, next story that we are talking about. Let me see which one I t- want to talk about first. Okay, has anybody here ever heard of the group Metallica? If you have heard of the group Metallica, give me a guitar emoji. Um, yeah, give me a guitar emoji. If you have heard of the group Metallica, 
give me a guitar emoji. If you don't know who Metallica is, they are um, a long-standing rock group, very well-known, very uh, very world-renowned. Um, they 76 Grim K said yes. They were the ones who basically, I don't, okay, we're, we're dating ourselves here, but if you guys remember the age of Napster when people were just starting, thank you, Zephyrina, were just starting to download, you know, um, uh, mp3s and things like that metallica was one of the biggest uh was one of the biggest uh groups who was out here you know coming after napster and trying to get you know legal legal ramifications on people who were stealing music okay i've got tons and tons of guitars you guys know who metallica is right well apparently metallica's you know early efforts in the streaming game have come back to uh maybe bite them in the butt uh, if you didn't know, there was a streaming platform called Twitch. Uh, you don't know much about them. Me neither, Margaret. Uh, there is a streaming platform called Twitch. It's very popular with gamers, but you don't just have to be a gamer to, uh, to broadcast on there, right? And recently, um, two things recently. One, recently Twitch has been getting a lot of copyright claims against videos that they have on there. So Twitch has been you know, a little bit on edge. Hey, Mr. Pagan one, um, Twitch has been a little bit on edge, you know, about pe- what people stream on their platform. So recently Metallica was trying to stream a concert on the Twitch platform. Now this is Metallica who was totally against, uh, you know, pirating and Napster and things like that. Um, they were trying to stream a concert on the Twitch platform. And because Twitch was so afraid of getting copyright claims against them, they started playing generic accordion music over Metallica's songs. So instead of you hearing uh, whatever Metallica song you want to play, you, um, you know, you, you're planning on hearing, you just hear like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but this, this is what happens, this is what can happen in this current situation because our copyright laws have not caught up with technology. It's really hard to try to have a virtual concert on any platform because you're probably, you know, if you're, if you are performing copyrighted music, uh, you know, even if it's your own music, you can get hit with, you know, one of those copyright bots and they'll slam your live stream shut. So Twitch is trying to avoid that. And they're like, oh, no, 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 Metallica. You're not getting any copyright claims against us. And they started playing accordion music over that. I just thought that that was really funny. Um, yeah, I thought that that was really funny and interesting. Because Metallica was one of those first groups that was so against streaming and pirating. And now it's kind of coming back to bite them in the butt because they can't play their own concerts online. Right? All right. Uh, <laughs> Zephyrine is laughing. Okay, so before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you guys that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for somebody to give you some legal guidance, I want to be your friend. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and, uh, and, and, uh, book your free 15 minute consultation today. All right. Margaret said it's funny. Zephyrina said it's funny. It is funny, right? All right. So moving on, moving on, moving on. 
So I don't know how many of you guys will remember, will remember this story, but a while ago I told you guys that there is a committee, an organization being set up to help spoken word artists collect royalties. You know, we have royalties for music, we have royalties for videos and things like that, but it is very hard for spoken word artists, meaning people who perform, I guess, poet, poets or poetry or prose, you know, in different forms, it's hard for them to enforce copyrights against their work. But um, there is an organization that has been formed called Spoken Giants, and they are being set up as a royalty administration company for spoken word artists. So this company, Spoken Giants, they're going to be out there hunting down royalties for spoken word artists. And as a, you know, as a boon, as something to kind of, you know, put a feather in their cap, uh, Spoken Giants was recently contacted by the Mechanical License um, Collective, and there's $424 million of uncollected royalties for spoken word artists that is just waiting for Spoken Giants to pick it up and distribute it amongst these artists. This is why representation is important. This is why it's important for you to have people fighting in your corner who can who understand the laws. Spoken Giants, they saw that there was a gap out there for spoken word artists in being able to protect their intellectual property and collect money on it. And look, you know, not long after forming this, all of a sudden $424 million in unpaid royalties is found. That is crazy. This could be life-changing. For a lot of people who want to do who, who want to do spoken word, maybe you want to do it as you know your your life's work. It's hard to to make your your living you know on spoken word alone, but this might you know change things for some of those artists. So um, I think it's really cool that this royalty administration company, spoken giants, is going to be representing spoken word artists, and I wish them all the luck in the world. Okay. Um, but what, what do you guys think about that? Do you, um, do you think that spoken giants, is this a good idea? Should there be this collective, collective for these spoken word artists or should these spoken word artists be, you know, it's doing this on their own. Nessie time said getting copyrights would not cover their work and allow them to collect their money. Um, it depends. It's like a lot of spoken word artists, they're performing their work. They're not necessarily trying to, uh, you know, write a book of poetry. Like if you think about Gil Scott Heron, right? Well, his stuff was recited prose set to a drum beat. Um, so, so, so things like that, if you're performing at the local open mic night or, you know, putting your videos up on YouTube or whatever, uh, it's going to be hard to kind of control that as a spoken word artist. So unless you're actually taking all of this prose or poetry or whatever and getting in them individually copyrighted, it can be hard. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, like if, if you remember the case that we had with Beyonce and that lady who, um, that Jamaican choreographer who spoke on the beginning of uh, the song Black Effect, I believe. And she said that they didn't tell her that it was going to be used on the album. They said it was being used for like, you know, promo stuff. And she sued 
for copyright infringement because they didn't tell her that her words were going to be used on the album, okay? But she wasn't planning to, you know, take this this uh this speech that she gave and make money from it. It was just some questions she was answering. Right? All right. Uh moving right along. Thank you for that question, Nessie Time. You're always so, you know, into it and on point. I love it. Um, my video gamers, my video gamers, please give me a video emoji, the, the video controller emoji. Please give me the video controller emoji, my friends. Um, if you, hold on, 76 Grimgray said, I think they should do it on their own. I think they will not get all the money that they deserve. I'm sure that Spoken Giants is going to take a cut of that money because, you know, they're not going to be, they're not running a charity here. Um, it's a company. So I'm sure that, I'm sure that they're going to take a cut. Zephyrina, you didn't know that? Okay. Oh, well, I'm glad I taught you something, Zephyrina. But yeah, um, I mean, it's only right for Spoken Giants to get, to get, you know, some type of payment if they are providing the service of tracking down all of your stuff and making sure that you get all of your royalties. So yeah, they're not going to get all of it, but I'm pretty sure they're going to get a significant amount because the company is being set up by fellow artists as well. It's not just, you know, businessmen here. All right. But moving on. If you are a gamer, please give me a video game controller emoji, okay? Um, if you know anything about video games, you've probably heard of Grand Theft Auto and or Vice City. They are very violent video games where you steal cars and kill people and beat up women. Uh, but, um, you know, they're very popular games, particularly Grand Theft Auto. Uh, but uh, Grand Theft Auto and Vice City have been very busy recently. They have been um, taking down open source games that have been reverse engineered from their games. What does that mean? Basically, the the coding that the people from Grand Theft Auto use for their game and the coding that Vice City uses for their game, other people who are out here who like the games, they found that coding and they tried to reverse engineer it, meaning they try to work backwards to create their own side games, you know, not because they were trying to be malicious, but because they loved the game, they wanted to add more experiences to it. But what apparently they didn't know is that source coding for video games is copyrighted. So the, you know, basically the script for how a video game is put together, that is copyrighted work. You can't do that. So Grand Theft Auto and Vice City, they are using their copyright powers to remove these fan, uh, you know, these fan engineered, um, I guess, side games that are based on Grand Theft Auto and Vice City, right? This is the importance of copyrights. GTA and Vice City, you know, they can't catch everyone, but, you know, on their own, but if they've got that source code copyrighted and they can prove that the source code was the basis for the game, they can take it down like that. So, um, GTA and Vice City, while their, while their games might, you know, glorify crime, their legal department does not. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I think we might be able to get to everything tonight. How many stories have we done? One, two. Okay. Um, so moving on to our next story. 
Has any does has anybody ever been to Thailand? I actually went to Thailand a few years ago. Uh, or if you like Thai food, give me the give me the Thai flag in the comments. Um, I went to Thailand a few years ago. It's a beautiful country. It's very hot, um, right? The one thing I, I will say about Thailand is that it is a very uh, religious, not not religious, a very spiritual culture, right? Like on every corner, no matter where you are, you see some type of uh, shrine to the Buddha. People are always, you know, praying all over, you know, doing those things. Um, Seven Sisters Grimke said, love Thai food. Okay. You haven't been there, Zephyrina. Do you like Thai food? I like Pad Thai, right? But Thai people, they're very serious about their, you know, their religious practices. And I think that the, the largest religious group in Thailand is, uh, Buddhists is, is Buddhism, if I'm not mistaken, right? Is as a matter of fact, Thailand, the Thailand government has an office of Buddhism and they are, um, thinking about launching legal action against the streetwear brand Supreme. You love Pata. I love it too, girl. If you have heard of the streetwear brand Supreme, please give me a, um, please give me an S in the comments, right? So apparently some time ago, Supreme released this shirt, uh, that was supposed to raise money for a Buddhist temple, right? Um, and the, the proceeds were supposed to go to this Buddhist temple and on the shirt, it was, uh, a, a deceased monk by the name of Luang for Kun. Um, and, uh, the, the shirt, no, and the picture of the monk who was a revered monk, it had sacred writing on it that is reserved for Buddhist monks and Buddhist holy men, right? Um, now again, the shirt was originally supposed to be used to raise funds for a Buddhist temple. However, Supreme has gone on to use these shirts as a staple item in their, uh, you know, in their products. And the Thai government is very upset. One, because this is a very revered monk. Two, Supreme is using very religious text on, you know, something that is, com they're commercializing something that's very sacred. There, um, there, there's something called Yant script. It is, it is sacred tattoos only for Buddhist monks and holy men. And Supreme has it slashed all over a sweater, right? Um, so the Thai government is thinking about coming after Supreme in some form or fashion, uh, for, you know, basically desecrating their religion. And trying to use intellectual property in that right because the images of the monk that were that were used or that was used was is technically owned by the temple. So I want to know what you think about this. Do you think that the temple that the, the Thai government is doing too much, or do you think that Supreme is disrespecting you know the um, Thailand's Buddhist beliefs, right? Do you think that Supreme should stop making this shirt because the Thai government is upset? Now there's no, you know, there's no official paperwork for, you know, copyrights or trademarks or anything, but the Thai government is like, you know, this is our country's religion. This is very disrespectful. So do you think that Supreme should drop the shirt or is, or is the Thai government doing too much? Uh, 76 Grimke said Supreme is being disrespectful. Okay. I, I agree with you. Um, 76 Grimke. Yeah. You may have started out with a, with a, you know, a good purpose, 
But, you know, you're, you're now just trying to profit from it. Apparently the temple isn't getting any money from this. So you need to stop. This is their religion. People are very, uh, people are very serious about this. Like spirituality, faith, how, you know, what you believe, that's very, um, that's something that's very important to people and you can't go around disrespecting it, um, you know, in the name of a dollar. All right. Um, Nessie time said they should stop. I, I agree with y'all. Okay. Uh, what else do we have? Can we get through these before the end? Okay. We have time for one more story. Okay. Um, if, if you know what CBD is, please put CBD in the comments. This is going to be our last story of the evening. If you know what CBD is, give, put CBD in the comments. Um, and while you do that, I'm going to give you some background. There is a company called CBD Industries, High Inertius Root, CBD Industries, LLC. They're based in North Carolina. They are currently suing a company called Magic Medicine that is based in Louisiana. Thank you, Zephyrina. Hi, Boss Frosty. Um, thank you, Cheryl, for the CBD. Thank you, 76 Grim K, for the CBD. Uh, thank you, Margaret Massey, for the CBD. Uh, so CBD Industries, they, thank you, Nessie, time for the CBD. C, CBD Industries, they sell CBD health and beauty topicals. So basically, you know, lotions and creams and things like that, that have CBD in them, um, you uh, or, you know, um, j joint, whatever oils and things like that, they sell those, right? Uh, they've made about $30 million in sales since their inception, uh, and they are known in their trade name, meaning their business nickname, hi, IG safety is key. They are known as CBDMD, little C, little B, little D, capital M, capital D. That's all one word. Can somebody write that in the corner, in, in, in the comments for me in, in IG and Facebook? Little C, little B, little D, capital M, capital D, all one word. Okay. Somebody write that for me. Little C, little B, little D, capital M, capital D. That is the name that CBD Industries LLC, um, you know, is using in the street. That's their street name. You know how some people, they're known as Pookie or Junebug or Junior or whatever. CBD Industries, thank you, Boss Frosty. CBD Industries is known as CBDMD, right? Here's the problem. Magic Medicine, they have been in business since about 2011. 2011. They sell, thank you, 76 Grim K for that. Thank you, Nessie Time for that. Thank you, Margaret, for that. Okay, thank you for paying attention, guys, right? Now, they have, um, Magic Medicine has been in business since 2011. They sell herbal cosmetics, extracts, and tinctures. So, um, I guess makeup and things that you can put in, put in anything. I don't know, mix it in a drink or something, right? Uh, and they don't sell food and dietary supplements, right? But, uh, but they have a register, they registered a trademark in 2017 for this. And I want you guys to write this in the comments as well. Capital C, capital D, no, capital C, capital B, capital D, space MD. So Magic Medicine is selling their herbal cosmetics, extracts, and tinctures under the name CBDMD, capital C, capital B, capital D, space MD, all right? Um, and CBD Industries LLC, based in North Carolina, 
they have a problem with this. The, 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 the trademark was accepted. It was registered in 2017. Thank you for that, Boss Frosty. Um, and thank you for that, 76 Grimkay. Thank you, Margaret Massey. Uh, all right. So now, CBD Industries LLC is trying to get Magic Medicine's trademark canceled. Thank you, Cheryl, for that, right? So I want to know from you. Now, you guys have written the, the names in the comments here. You see CMB, MD for one. You see CB, uh, I mean CBD, MD for one. You see CBD, MD for the other one, right? Now, they're written a little bit differently, but they both operate in the space of CBD, right? Do you think that there is an opportunity for confusion here in the marketplace if somebody sees little c, little b, little d, capital M, capital D, and then they see next to it big C, big B, big D, space, big M, big D. Do you think that there is a possibility of confusion out there for people who might be looking for either health and beauty topicals or herbal cosmetics and extracts? Zephyrina said, I see where this is going. Definitely. She said, there's definitely room for confusion here. Does anybody else agree with Zephyrina? I, de I definitely agree. I don't even know how this, how this, um, how this got past the USPTO. 76 Grimcase said too similar. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, magic medicine and CBD industries, they, they are going head to head. Margaret Massey said it's too close. Cheryl said there's room for confusion. Nessie time said she is confused already. Okay. So yes, so CBD Industries LLC, they are going after Magic Medicine to get them to, to, to get their CBD MD trademark canceled. Um, do you think that now we know that there is room for confusion, but do you think that CB, uh, that CBD Industries, are they going too hard in trying to get the trademark canceled or should they try and work this out with Magic Medicine? Do you think that CBD industry should continue this lawsuit? Hi, Charlie Red 81. Or do you think that they should try and work something out with magic medicine? What do you think should happen here? What y'all think should happen? What y'all think? Hmm? What do you think should happen? Because you guys see how they're written. You wrote them in yourself. I wanted you to see it for yourself. 76 Grimcase said, get it canceled. She's not, she is not here for magic medicine. Margaret Massey is the peacemaker. She said, work it out. Okay, so we've got one for get it canceled. We've got one for work it out. You can work it out. <laughs> um, Boss Frosty said, canceled. Nessie Time said, first come, first serve. Okay. Uh, Cheryl Whiteside said, go forth with it. Okay. All right. So most of you think that they should be going forward with this cancellation. Margaret, you apparently be, are you apparently are the only peacemaker here, girl, you know, more power to you, <laughs> but we will wait and see what happens between, uh, CBD industries and magic medicine. Okay. Uh, but that is where I'm going to leave you for this evening. Uh, I guys, you were so great today. Um, uh, hold on. I have some comments here. Margaret Massey said plenty of money to be made. Zephyrina said there's such a huge market for CBD. I feel you have to be super, super creative with your company name. You're absolutely right. Everybody is popping up with CBD everywhere, right? So it's really hard to distinguish yourself in the CBD industry, at least right now, you know, I think people are going to get more creative, but yeah, it is kind of hard to, to, to distinguish yourself 
in the CBD industry. So, you know, if you're planning on getting in there, start on the creativity right now. Okay. But yeah, but those were the stories that I had for you guys. I want to thank you guys for your participation today. It was so great. I loved all of the commentary, the participation, the energy. You know, this is what I live for, for this show. Like you guys tell me you learn so much and that is what keeps me going. So thank you for participating. I want to remind you to check out Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm to get your show merch, to get your, uh, to book your free 15 minute consultations, to get, to download the free biz launch cheat sheet. Check out this month's uh, video training that's being highlighted, the EIN workshop. Uh, we're going to be back here tomorrow with more stories. Thanks doll. Uh, Ooh, I almost forgot. Uh, hi, hi, mom. Hi, dad. Hi, Joey. Um, I usually say at the top of the show, but I think I forgot this time. Uh, I want you guys to have a wonderful evening. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands, social distance, uh, be good to each other. All right. So join me here tomorrow, 8 PM. If you find any stories, make sure you DM them to me so I can do the research and have them on here. You know, 76 Grim K, she's a part of the unofficial unofficial writing crew here. She be sending me stories all the time. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Um, and I will see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye.